Nothing But The Words, episode number 33. Write your flaws too. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Last year, one of my coaching clients was really on the fence about whether or not she would share something from her past in her book. She's writing a book on leadership principles. She runs a successful business. She manages a team of employees. She has a side business along with her main occupation. She's a wife and mother, and she's pulling this all off remarkably. But she wasn't sure if she wanted anyone to know that she didn't have a college degree. In fact, she's a high school dropout. From my perspective, her success looks even more impressive because of the obstacles she's had to overcome to create it. However, she could certainly write her book without sharing that information. In her coaching session, my goal was not to convince her one way or the other. My goal was to help her get clarity about why she was reluctant to share that part of the story and then decide whether or not she liked her reasons. Part of it she shared was pride. She still felt some amount of embarrassment about not finishing high school, and it was a wound to her pride. Part of it was fear. She didn't feel like she was successful enough yet to say, I didn't finish high school, but I still made it, even though her business earns multiple six figures per year. Now, you and I both know most college graduates do not earn multiple six figures per year. So then we talked about the reasons that she should share those details about her life. She was sure, number one, that it would help someone. Someone else who dropped out of high school would read her story and think maybe becoming a business owner and having a great family was possible for them. Or someone else might read it and think, well, if a high school dropout could do it with my degrees, I have no excuse. She really believed that element of her story could inspire people, and I agreed with her. When it came down to it, she didn't like her reasons for leaving it out of the book. She didn't like making a decision based on pride and fear, and she really loved her reasons for sharing it. So she decided to put it in the book. And the response from most people has been really shock that she has achieved all that she has achieved, that she moves through the world in the circles that she does, in the way that she does, all with very limited formal education. Most people, frankly, are just impressed. If anyone is judging her harshly, they're keeping it to themselves and they're not anyone that she would want to work with anyway. These are not people that she would want to have in her community if they're looking at her and saying, well, you're not good enough because you didn't finish high school. But frankly, I doubt if very many people are. If you're writing a memoir or a book in which you make an appearance as the expert, like a self-help, professional development, or personal development book, don't be afraid to show your failures. Don't be afraid to show your flaws, your mistakes, your bad choices, and your shortcomings. If it's relevant and it can serve your readers, without hurting other people, because sometimes your mistakes, sharing those could hurt other people. So you have to take that into consideration. But if it's relevant and it can serve your readers, consider including it. This does not mean you have to or you should air all of your dirty laundry or talk about every mistake you've ever made. If we were going to list those, there wouldn't be enough paper for all of us to write books. 
You get to use your discretion. But when you write yourself as perfect, you become unrelatable to your readers. Very few people want to hear about building wealth from some guy who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth and whose father financed his business and who never really had to face any financial challenges because there was always a safety net there for him. That's not who I want to learn how to build wealth from because frankly, I don't think he knows how to build wealth. No one wants to read a memoir about a woman who has led a flawless life, never made a mistake, never had a hair out of place. This is uninteresting. (laughs) Great novelists know that perfect characters are boring, so they give every character a flaw or two, including the heroes. My husband and I are watching a couple of really engaging television shows on Netflix right now. And spoiler alert, if you plan to watch Nurse Jackie on Netflix or on Showtime, On demand, I highly suggest you skip forward a couple of minutes in this episode because I'm going to share a little bit about her story. But Nurse Jackie is a show that follows a pill-addicted nurse who works in an emergency room. She cuts every possible corner on her job, but she almost always does it to help people, like when she lies about a recently deceased patient being an organ donor. She sleeps with the hospital pharmacist to get drugs. She keeps her husband and kids secret from him and also from pretty much everybody on her job. She cheats on her husband, who is an incredibly good guy. He's a kind father and a patient husband, but she's also excellent at her job most of the time. (laughs) And she goes above and beyond for her patients. So it's hard to hate her. Now, obviously, most authors don't want to be so close to the line of likability when you're painting yourself, right? You don't necessarily want people deciding, do I like this person or not? Now, depends on what kind of book you're writing, but most of the time, no. But I share this example to say, you can push it pretty far with people. If you have a balance of the good and the bad, we're likely to hear you out. We're likely to be forgiving. We're likely to admire you for sharing it and for overcoming it. And many of my clients have done this incredibly successfully in their books. One of my coaching clients says in her book that she has broken every commandment God gave us, and she is telling the truth. But people still love her. They know these things about her, but they still love her and admire her and turn to her for advice. My clients have shared all kinds of character flaws, mistakes, and questionable choices, including an addiction to crack, cheating on their spouses, getting kicked out of church for so-called immoral behavior, staying in abusive relationships much longer than they should have, being abusive in relationships, multiple marriages and divorces, filing bankruptcy, and drinking on the job. Sometimes the flaws are small things, like just looking perfect on Instagram, but keeping a seriously messy desk or missing an important deadline at work. But sometimes they are big things, like the things I just listed. The seriousness of the flaw really isn't the point. The point is to show that you're human just like your readers. The point is to be relatable. The point is to demonstrate that everything hasn't come easily to you. You've had a, well, I would consider that a normal life. Most of us don't have a life in which everything comes easily. You get your readers to connect with you when you share your ups and downs, and they can't all be things that happen to you. No one floats through life entirely in victimhood. Sometimes the things we go through are of our own making. So a client recently wrote about how she accumulated a million dollars in debt, $1 million. And she had to figure out how to pay off that $1 million. She did not set herself up in the book as a victim of her debt. She did talk about some things that happened to her, but she also owned the fact that she had created 
this mess of debt that she had to figure her way out of. It made her incredibly relatable because she has moved past it. It gives her readers hope that they can do the same thing. Yes, there are some books in which none of this will be relevant, right? So one of my clients actually co-wrote the book with her, Disaster Heroes by Suzanne Bernier. Suzanne tells the stories of ordinary citizens who have gone on in times of disaster to step up as heroes. She's not really a character in the book. She's telling other people's stories. So it wouldn't make sense for her to step in and talk about her flaws or her mistakes or her bad choices, or even the things that she's done that are oh so great because the book isn't about her. But if you're writing a memoir or if you're writing a book to position yourself as the expert and you're telling your story, you need to tell that story with balance. Give us a look at your struggles, but don't let them all be things that you were the victim of. Don't let them all be things that happened to you. You're an active person. You're not just passive. Things don't just happen to you. Give us a look at your flaws, your character flaws, your shortcomings, where you failed. Show us how you overcame those things. That's what paints you as a true expert. I don't want to hear from the guru on the mountaintop. And I don't think I'm the only one. There are some cases where it's not relevant to the book, right? So you can just spill out the information and great, there it is. You're the expert. But when you're talking about your story, talk about yourself like a real person. Show us that you're imperfect. Show us that you have flaws because as much as we might hide it on social media, as much as we might not talk about it in mixed company, we all have flaws. We've all made bad choices. We've all had to struggle to overcome bad habits in some area of our lives. Your readers want to know what's fantastic about you. They want to know what makes you the brilliant expert they should listen to. They want to hear your story and all the great things you've done but they also want to know that you're real. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.